So the glory of God means to see God in everything. It means to see truth. It means to see knowledge. It means to see understanding. It means to know. It means to, to be able that which is blind can see. See, people think that give God the glory means to give him credit. If there was a dead person on the floor right here that you brought in on a stretcher, and I said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk, would you need me to say, okay, now, 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 uh, don't give me the credit. Would you need me to say that? Yeah, you would. I couldn't take that glory if I tried. You wouldn't even believe me if I tried. Am I right? So does God really need me to give him glory? Do you understand what I'm saying? So what does it mean to give God glory? I'm going to teach you that. It means to lean not unto your own perception. Why? Because when you lean unto your own perception, you are giving breath, power, you're giving that part to yourself. You are breathing on yourself rather than waiting for God to breathe on you. So this is what it looks like when you do that. When you lean unto your own understanding, it literally means, go look up the word lean, it means when you bow down your knee and worship your own understanding. Worship means to acknowledge. Worship means pay attention to. Worship means to wait on. Worship means to observe. Look that word up, see if I'm telling you the truth. So if you observe your own perception, you are self-worshipping. Isn't that amazing? Lean not into your own understanding. means to worship yourself. So how do you do this? What am I talking about? I'm talking about when you give God the glory, what it literally means, it means that you have, you see something. You can be looking at your past. You can be looking at your future. You can be looking at your, your present. But you don't give credence. You don't give credit to the way you see it. You look at it and you say, Father... This is how I see it, but I know that I only see in part, I hear in part. Father, would you give me your eyes and let me see this? That's giving God the glory. That is glory us. Do you understand what I'm saying? Can you hear me? Okay, let me show you what it looks like when you give the, the word hey or, or the letter H to your own perception. How many eyes do you have? One sees the left, one sees the right, and they come together and they have peripheral and they get a perception. If you close one eye, it's, things look totally different, right? As a matter of fact, when you're shooting a gun, some people shoot a gun with one eye. I shoot mine with both eyes open. I shoot a, a bow with both eyes open. Some people shoot with both eyes, uh, one eye closed, but actually you're a better target if you shoot with both eyes open. It takes a little practice, but you can do it. But what happens when you see with your own eyes, you're only seeing from the knowledge of good and evil. That's how we're made. We ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil because Adam and Eve ate from it. So that's your perception. If you trust that, you're doing exactly what Adam and Eve did. And the reason you trust it is you think you can do something. Just tell us what to do and we'll do it. Isn't that right? Tell me what to do and I'll do it. God told them twice, no Moses, tell them to hear me intelligently. I delivered you from Egypt and I'll deliver you again. They said, no, 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 just tell us what to do and we'll do it. I think sometimes God might have thought, okay, I'll tell them to make bananas. 
Holy Ghost says, no, honey, you know that they can't do that. Well, they think that it's just as crazy for them to think they can love me with all their heart and not lie. What are we going to do with these kids? Just give them what they want. They'll come home, tucking their tails behind them. Twice God tells us, no, I am your deliverer. No, 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 just tell us what to do. Don't you realize we're still doing that when we look with our own eyes? So if you give breath to your own perception, half sight here, half sight here. Remember I told you whole sight is like this, right? So half sight here, half sight here. Guess what happens if you rise one above another? What letter do you get? The letter S. Guess what happens if you give breath to the letter S? What deceived Eve? It says serpent, but look it up in the Hebrew. It actually says the deceived her. Look up that word and it says past experiences and a word spell. Magic divination. And control and manipulation is as magic, witchcraft, manipulation. When you try to manipulate your future based on your yesterdays, you are actually working in witchcraft and you don't even know it. My, my, my. Positive, negative, neutral. You are the child. As a child, you should stay neutral. But when you become a bride of Christ, Guess what a bride is? A receiver. A bride is a receiver. It's the womb. That's what the it's a place for planting. It's the same thing as the earth. What are we made out of? Dust and mud. What happens? I mean, I'm sorry, mud, uh, dust and blood, and we call it mud. Dust and blood, and we call it mud. Go look that up. I'm. All of these things I'm telling you are in your Bible. They're literally in the Hebrew. I didn't come up with my own words. I didn't make these up. I studied them in depth, not just flat. Let me tell you why I studied them in depth. I was um, crying to God because I, God had revealed to me that I was aborting his word the same way that women abort their babies. And um, the way that he showed me this was God had spoke a word to me and it manifested in my body, and I went crippled. And when I went crippled, at the same time I went crippled, a paraplegic upper body was healed, and all my upper body was exact, the exact manifestations in his body happened in my body, and I heard God say, heal the cripple. The message that came forth that day was, if you see God, you will run, you will leap, you will jump, you will shout. If you ever really see, see Jesus, you will not be able to contain yourself. Well, that day I saw Jesus, not with my physical eyes, but manifest in my body, and I heard him say, heal the cripple. Now, I don't use the word cripple because I don't think it's politically correct, and I just didn't like it. it to me, it made people feel, you know, um, less than or something. So if me and my children were in Walmart, and we saw someone in a wheelchair, and my son would ask a question, I said, don't point and ask a question to me. Let's go talk to the person in the wheelchair, and, um, and we'll ask them why they're in the wheelchair. But I didn't think it was kind to say, Stop pointing and walk away. So I didn't use the word cripple, but God did. 
And so after that was over, I'm shaking and jerking, kind of like what Nancy was talking about earlier because I couldn't contain the power of my body. And I was doing like this. And I was sitting on the, on the steps of the church and I was freaking out because I just had been crippled and couldn't move and now I can move and I can't stop moving. <laughs> right? And so my son walks up to me, the son who doesn't use the word cripple, and he says to me, Mama, they're in the back trying to heal a cripple. And when he said that, I leapt up and I jumped and I ran. I said, get him up. And I was screaming, get him up. He can walk. Get him up. That louder, louder. And I'm screaming, get him up. Now I heard God. And with all due respect, and I love the people that I'm telling this story about. And if they hear this story and they're offended, I'm not trying to offend them. And I love them whether they believe me or not. They were my forefathers. They grew me up and they groomed me and they taught me. But I was used to be afraid to tell this story because I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But you know what? I need to tell the story. God said, if you hear it in the ear, shout on the rooftop. I was told not to tell it because I'd hurt people, so I quit telling it. But God told it to me. So I'm not going to quit telling it. I'm no longer going to fear man or fear man and rejecting me or judging me because they're going to do it anyway. <laughs> but as I run down there and I distort everything and everything's out of control now, I'm like, I am chaotic. God brings order out of chaos. And so he, I was without form and void. <laughs> And I get to where this paraplegic was who came in blowing in a straw and his arms are raised. And he's worshiping God. He blew in a straw. His arms were strapped down so they wouldn't fall off. And the man's raising his arms. Why? Because I was like this in the floor. And God's saying, heal the cripple. And I'm going, yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Not only did that happen, but my left ear went numb and so did my face. He had severe pain in his left ear and in his sinuses and I went numb in those two places and this man is now healed in all those places. And they said, lady, lady, what are you, 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 you quenched the Holy Ghost. Lady, stop, stop. I'm like, no, get him up. You don't understand. I was crippled. Everything that he got healed was in my body. Get him up. Get him up. He can walk. Lady, lady, come up front. So I go up front and I'm, I'm still shaking like that. And they lay hands on me and down the floor I go again. And they pull the man up about as far as you are to me. And they're praying for him. And fire gets in my hips all the way down to my toes. My legs are on fire. And my husband thinks I've totally lost my mind and they're going to have to lock me up. <laughs> and I said, touch my legs and see if I'm lying to you. People could not hold their hand on my leg very long. They had to pull it off. It was that hot. I felt the fire and it didn't consume me or hurt me. But they could not hold their hand on my leg for very long without having to pull their hand off. It was that hot. And I'm begging them, let me touch him. I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm begging. And they're going, no, Angela, just lay here. Just lay here. Don't just leave them alone. Like, in other words, you, you done made a mess now. And I'm, I'm begging them and nobody, and the fire passes. And the man lives another quite a few years, but he never walked. For three weeks, I mourned and couldn't eat. I was so broken. And at home, I, I had this like Tourette's thing going. It wouldn't go away. My mother thought I needed to go to the doctor. Just the residue of the presence of God, my body couldn't handle it. I was eating popcorn one night at the, while we were sitting down watching TV. And it had pretty much stopped. And I'm eating popcorn. All of a sudden, I slap myself in the face and popcorn goes everywhere. And I'm like, God, that's not funny. He said, no, from here, it's really funny. <laughs> Michael's going, what are you doing? I'm like, you don't want to know. 
So later on, God's telling me, I said, God, what happened? Why, 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 didn't you, why wouldn't you heal him? I begged you. He said, because you let man tell you what to do when I spoke to you. You believed you were out of order. Well, I knew they were going to take me to the church the next day. I knew I was going to get reprimanded. I knew I was going to be in trouble. And I said, Father, I don't know what to say. What do I say when I go before my leaders? Now, these are men and women that love me, and I love them. I'm a pillar in the church at the moment. I'm, I'm ministering deliverance ministry. I'm ministering family counseling. I'm up at the altar praying for people. I give prophetic words. and, and, and it's, it's my family. This is not like I just showed up one day. They honor me and I honor them. This is like a daddy to me, a spiritual daddy. And I said, God, what do I say? He said, when you get there, you ask them, by what order did I ordain children? And I went, oh my goodness, marriage. He said, and they will not answer you. He said, and then you ask them this question when they don't answer you. Who then gives life during rape, incest, fornication and adultery because see the the correction was God does not move out of his order that was my correction and I said I knew y'all couldn't answer me my husband was with me I asked God for my husband to be with me I knew my pastor was going to call me in and I said God I please have one elder there was one elder my pastor and my husband and me and they honored me, they loved me, they were kind to me, they were not rude to me in any way, shape, or form. They were doing what they knew to be best for the body of Christ. But God was rebuking me, not them. God didn't discipline them, God disciplined me. And he said, what are you going to do next time I tell you something and man tells you no? He said, you've judged women for partial birth abortion. That was up before the courts at that exact time. You've judged people for partial birth abortion and you've, done, and you've judged accurately, but you abort my word all the time and you don't even grieve over it. This is the first time I had grieved. So then I began to weep that I had aborted the word of God and weep and weep and weep and weep and I was consumed with grief that I had, I had aborted the word of God. And God, in his wisdom, consoled me. I actually saw a huge pile of bones, because remember, bones and words are the same thing. I saw a huge pile of bones, and it looked like what you would imagine the Holocaust. And he said, this is my word and my people. It's gone into my people, and it's died. And I'm grieving, and I'm saying, God, forgive us. I'm, I'm wailing. And he says, Angela, every seed goes into the ground and dies. Look at my word when I gave it to Moses. Moses broke it. Look at my son. He came to die. My word came in you and it died. And on the third day it will rise. Guess what day we're in from the time of Pentecost? Third day. Zero to 9.99, day one. 1,000 to 1,999, day two. 2,000 to 2,999, day three. And early in the morning. Guess when, it, when a day starts in the Hebrew calendar? The night the day before. So that means in 1500 we started day three. Does that make sense to you? Mm -hmm. God says the only sign you'll be given is the sign of Jonah. Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days. Jesus was in the belly of the earth for three days. And the Holy Ghost has been in your belly how long? Three days.
Guess what Jonah's name means? Dove. The Bible says in the last days when men will, will travail or wail, travail, wail, as a woman in labor, in that day shall be the great and terrible day of the Lord. And what came out of the wail? Peace. W-H-A-L-E and W-A-I-L are the same word. When I travailed and I wailed and I saw this pile of bones, God said prophesy to these bones and tell them to live. And when I did, those bones turned into a Bible and it opened up on the floor in front of me. And I got up and I stood on, well, I stood before the Bible, and when I did, all the letters on the pages stood up like trees. And I stepped onto this book, the Word of God, and I could walk around the letters and look up at the letter P. I could look at the, the trunk of the letters. I could walk around them. And God said, I'm going to open the Word of God to you like you've never seen. You've seen it flat in one dimension, and I'm about to, to bring it 3D to you. And you will see things you've never seen. I travel all across the United States and people tell me I've never heard this. Have you ever heard this? Yeah, I've never heard it either until I heard it. I didn't hear it like going somewhere. I was broken for a man who never walked and I bore his crippled in my legs. See, I was told, don't say that story, Angela. People are going to think bad of your church. So I didn't say anything. Because I didn't want to hurt the people I loved. But by not saying anything, I'm hurting the whole body of Christ. Because we need to understand that we need to manifest as the son of, sons of God in the earth. And we don't even know what that looks like. You are already made in the image of God. Positive, negative, and neutral. And it is declared in everything that God created. That, my friend, is the power and the revelation of the Godhead talked about in Romans 1 and 20. In the 1990s, I began asking God, God, if the, if the Godhead's clearly seen, why can't I see it? He said, because Isaiah prophesied well. Seeing you can't see and hearing you can't hear. And the light truly did come into the darkness. That word darkness means void, the bride. And the void perceived it not. Are we blind? He said, if you would just say you can't see, nothing would be held against you, but you think you can see. See, I thought I could see. Now I know that I'm perpetually blind and my eyes see in part and know in part. They don't see clearly. I need my husband as my head. Why? Because my eyes don't work. You know what that, why they don't work? Because they look through the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They keep wondering, Patty, what I could do. You can't do anything. It's not about doing. Now, do I do things? Of course. Like I get up and go to the bathroom, brush my teeth and eat and go to sleep and I work and I study and all those things. But I don't do it. It really is Christ in me. Nancy, when she first met me, um, even uh, Tara, when I came here the first time, uh, that they asked me to come back, they would say, well, what, what, kind of, what, what should we do? What should we do? What should we do? I said, just make a whole bunch of messed up plans. He'll fix it. I'm telling the truth. I'm not kidding you. People think they've got to get everything perfect. Guess what? Your best is going to be filthy rags. It's what it's going to be. 
But that's okay. Jesus loves to bring order out of chaos. Do you know that that's what it means to be alive? If you're a scientist, one of the definitions of something living is that it's made out of carbon, which is not even true anymore because now you can make carbon in a lab synthetically and they call that um, natural because it has um, a double carbon in it, compound carbon. But the tr one of the true definitions of life is anything that takes something out of chaos and brings order into it. Like my lungs, watch. See, my lungs took all this chaotic stuff in the air and it rightly divided it without my help or my knowledge. Daddy, I didn't do anything. As a matter of fact, I can't not breathe unless I die. See, I can't stop life, can I? I'm not big enough to mess God up. People say if and then. If and then is a lie. It's the Old Testament part that had to die. If you do this, then God will do that. If you do this, then God will do that. If you do this, then God will do that. How long have you been trying that? No, God said, you know what? You can't. I'll do it because of my word's sake. Because of my name's sake. Because I promised Abraham, I'll do it because you can't do it. He gave us the law to show us that we couldn't. That's why he gave us the law. So what happens is those seeds, when God said, my seed was meant to die. Now just breathe the breath of life and tell it to live. 